Hi, welcome. Welcome to Training with Casey, and I'm your host, Casey Cover. Working and living with animals is my passion. I expect it's pretty important to you also. Let's explore it together. Here, we talk mostly about training, but also about genetics, physiology, philosophy, enrichment, and more. We chase some pretty big rabbits into their burrows. Buckle your seatbelts and let's take a ride. Hey folks, check this out. Hey, if you love that like I do, you're going to enjoy meeting my friend and colleague here, Jonna Pratt. And that is her dog, Veronica Lynn, right? Yes. And um, uh, Jonna and I met through a kind of a strange set of circumstances because, well, you tell it if you would. I if was, you remember, if you can't remember, we'll make it up together. Well, I, I was working with Veronica. I had never trained a dog in my life. In fact, my previous dog, who was a basset hound before Veronica, had a lot of behavioral issues, which after the fact, my husband and, my husband and I realized we created benignly mm -hmm. out of loving kindness and complete ignorance. <laughs> and we decided to get a pit bull. I knew that the pit bull was not going to get all the free passes that the basset hound got because if pit bulls bite, that's not a good thing. So we said, well, we've got to train this dog. So we made a concerted effort to start learning about animal behavior and training. And through the course of that journey, I ended up meeting a trainer, Julie Kinsey, who really encouraged me after she insinuated that there's no way that I could do it. And I was like, oh, yeah, well, you wait and see. Yeah. And so after that, when she realized I really was going to be tenacious and I was going to figure out how to do it, she was like, OK, well, I have to tell you about Casey Cover and bridge and target training mm -hmm. and about teaching body parts. And now you have to do this with Veronica. So she turned me on to you and I got your manual. And somehow I was also at the time having some issues. Veronica at this point had gotten pat into adolescence and was having some dog reactivity because, you know, she was a pit bull. So of course she was going to. And I was trying to manage that and teach her things. And somehow I had reached out to you. I don't know why. I don't know if the manual got lost in the mail or something. Yeah. But I was like, I got a hold of you. And you were so generous with your time. And you talked to me for, you know, well over half an hour. And you walked me through Bridge and Target. And then I got my manual. And that was the start of it. Outstanding. And I'm so glad I did that. Because <laughs> when when I first got a computer, I read all the documentation and the documentation didn't tell you to click enter. So I had the computer for several weeks and could not do a thing. And we find the same thing happens with people. The uncertainty of what exactly does it mean that if we can just get you over the beginning uncertainty, you'll go on to do brilliant things, which you did. You really did. And it was uh, myself. Really I, say, I never trained a dog before in my life. So for me, yeah, that was pretty great. But it was really great anyway. And um, I, I commented at the time, this is really good. So folks, when we say, oh, that was really great. What do we mean? Okay. I like, I think it's cute, the prayer, but that's not great for me. All right. I know exactly how to do that. That takes me five minutes. Yeah, we're done. But what's really great is Jonna is very clean in her presentation. She comes in and she knows exactly what she's going to tell the dog. And then she tells the dog that very cleanly, with very clear feedback, with very clear signals, with very good setup. There's not a lot. Okay, so here's something that people tend to do. 
Okay, we're going to train. All right, come up here. No, no, no. Let me put your collar on. Okay, sit down. You've got to sit down. Da, 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 da. By the time you get to actually teaching the thing, you've already worn the dog out mentally. So you need to have your ducks in a row and you go up to the dog and you say, here, good, here, good, here, good. That was terrific. Very nice. Now we're going to do it for two instants. One, two, you ready? Here, one, two, X. For four, one, two, three, four. So I'm teaching as I go what four is. Here, one, two, three, four, X. Now that's going to be easier on the chin than the nose. So the next thing I'm going to do is move that target onto the chin. I'm going to do that by putting up a, a nose target first. And I say, okay, we're going to do two targets, nose and chin. You ready? Nose and chin. Good, 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 good. X. Now we're going to do nose and chin for two. Good, 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 good. Now we're going to do chin for two. Good, good. Now we're going to do chin for four. One, two, three, four. Good, 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 good. Now we're going to do it for eight. Good, 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 good. Now that's a pattern count where I've memorized a pattern instead of counting. Okay. And that's going to really help you as you get to these higher levels. And so we go. And the progress is like clockwork. So this is what I mean when I say that um, Jana works in a very clean way. She knows exactly what she's going to explain to the dog. And she doesn't distract the dog with all these extra requirements and moving things around and all that. She's prepared and they hit the road. They go. And overall, you're going to make faster progress with short one to five minute sessions. And really, for most everybody, I really mean one to three minute sessions. If you want to get an idea of what this means, take a look at your YouTube stats. To get a human to watch anything for more than 25 seconds, forget it. Why would you expect your dog to be to have a greater attention span than a human? So get in there, get clean, teach them, and go. So you did that, Jonna. You did that. And um, let's go and look at some more of the video that shows tricks. And then let's go and look at the body parts. And maybe we can talk about the difference a little bit. Okay. So if we continue from here, go ahead and just say anything you want to. Do you want to do any setup? As Oh, I'm not even sure what comes after that. Let me look oh, Well, we'll that. just discover it together then. Here we go. Oh, that's great. Thank you, good girl. Go close. Good girl. Thank you. Can you help me put it away? Go open again. Good girl, over here. Yes, good girl. Away. I love this. This oh, is what we call cycles. We'll talk about those if we have time. Go time out. What a smarty. I think she was smarter than that. <laughs> Yay! Good to you. Good girly. Ready, 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 ready. ready. This is the John, this is the kind of stuff that most owners would love their dogs to do. Yes. Box. The girl. Yay! The girl toy. I've probably served my country. 
fun. It's catchy. Good girl, you only have toy. Yes, box. Yay for you, good girly toy. Box. Yes, over here, one more. Toy. Box. That is so great. And now, folks, we're going to look at my favorite, which is, I think, this one. Yeah, okay. Now, this is body parts. And nobody has gotten as enthusiastic about body parts as they tend to be over tricks. Jonna, was it harder to teach one or the other? What I found was teaching the first trick was the hardest. And okay. I think it was because Veronica didn't have the foundation of learning. I didn't really know what I was doing. And we weren't in sync working as a team. Once we successfully learned one thing together, it seemed like everything else that came after that was just a little bit easier. Did you do the tricks before you did the body parts? I did some of the tricks before the body parts. The okay. first thing I ever taught her was picking up the toys and putting them in the toy box. And it was very it, arduous for both of us. It was a big <laughs> learning curve for both of us. Um, it took a lot of time. And once we got that down, it kind of seemed like we got into the groove and we yeah. knew what to expect from each other and what our shared goal was almost. And not that everything was super easy, but it felt like it flowed. Well, you actually did, for example, in the covered behavior, that was four rather complex behaviors. So she had to First of all, she had to work away from you. So you could, the way I think, I break these things down into little pieces. So she had to go away from you, which is harder than working an animal right in front of you. She had to open the cupboard. So that's another one. Then she had to pick up something. And what really made that more complex is it was something she could have snapped with her jaws. And obviously you didn't want her to. And she could have possibly gotten it popped open. Did she ever have any problems with dropping it or opening it? She was a super, super gentle dog. So the the more the bigger challenge was getting her to exert enough bite force to yeah. open the cat to pick up the object. Yeah. Interesting. So then she had to bring it all the way over to you. And then didn't you send her back to close the thing? I and sent then, her to put it away and then close the cabinet behind her. And you didn't have her close it in between? Well, anyway, whether you did or not, what I'm what I'm going to is she had to do this. She had to maintain a behavior, the control over the thing she was carrying, which is a lot harder than... You know, something like the prayer where they just have to dip their nose down and so on and so forth. That was actually pretty complex. And if you did that first thing, no wonder you had a harder time with it. So let's take a look at this one. Guys, I'm jaded. I'm not jaded. I'm biased. This is my favorite. Come on, computer. There we go. So basic body part targeting practice. We show the dogs how to do these things. X, good girl. Give me your right paw. X, good girl. Give me kiss. Go put, put your paw on the target. You know what I mean by how clean it is? X, 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 X. Good girl. Good paws. Okay, Veronica. I want you to target feet. Feet. X, 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 so is pause the front X, 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 feet and feet are the back feet? Good yeah. girlie. Okay. Now put your chin in my hand. Good girl. Can you go target chin? Oh, that's great. X, 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 X. What a good girl. 
You're using the intermediate bridge there. Can you target, wait. Can you target your right ear? XX, right here. XX, X. Good girl. Good girl. Can you, can you target your left ear? Left ear. X, 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 X. X, get it on my hand. X, good girl. Okay, so folks, this is a target hold. It doesn't matter that it's a stick, okay? It's just an extension of your reach. Ready? Can you target your left shoulder? X, 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 good girl. John, I have a wolf doing that on my press page. Can you target Check it out yes. one time when you get a chance. <laughs> X, good girl. How's it going? How's it going? Your head. Head. X. Head. Okay, I'm going to stop it for just a minute because I think what a lot of people don't realize, and um, John, I guess you did realize this, is that do you see how these body parts are the ingredients of thousands and thousands of other behaviors? Like if you can get an animal to target a body part, then you can configure their body any way that it's physically safe to do it. And you can do it so quickly. If you teach, this is your, I don't know what it looks like to you, but in real life, this is my left paw. This is my right paw. And let's say somebody hired you for a movie and they wanted you to teach your dog to put um, its chin on its paws like this. So, you know, movie, a lot of money, a lot of money getting paid to you, a lot of stress because there's all these people coming to one place to do it. You get there and the director goes, you know, that doesn't look like I thought I wanted it to. So instead, can you teach the dog to do this? Oh, my God. Now there's no time left to train it. But if you teach body parts, the first behavior is, Okay, you're going to put the left paw on the ground, the right paw on top of the left paw, your chin for the count of 10. Ready? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, X. For the other behavior, what's it going to be? Let's put it together. It's going to be, right, this paw on the ground, the chin on that, the other paw on top. And now how are you going to get this? How would you get it, Jonna? Oh, gosh, something with chin targeting and head targeting. And exactly. Built. Exactly. And you can name it. You can say um, uh, 45 degrees or quarter, you know, quarter to the left, quarter to the right. Just a note, I like to do the opposites at the same time because it teaches animals so much more about the behavior to look at what it is and what it isn't. And it also rescues you from having to do this mind numbing repetition that you don't want to do. So if you say, we're going to go left, good. We're going to go right, good. Left, good. Right, good. We're good. I'll tell you one other thing about working this. We use a lot of neutral targets. So you beautifully ask for the right ear, the left ear. But when you're teaching it, 
when when you're teaching it, if you reach out, you're kind of cueing the animal what side you want. So you can't really be quite confident that they really know which is which. You would have to do a lot more repetition. If you put out both targets at once and ask for the one you want, when the animal starts to go to the right, good, 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 left, good, 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 and then ask one more time for either one of them. So you do one, the other one, and then pick one and do it one more time, you're done. No more repetitions. So I'm, I'm eager to hear what you find when you start doing those things. Okay, so let's get back to Veronica. Chin. I love that you went to the chin. Bridge. X, 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 X. Good girl. Yeah. Target left hip. X. Good girl. Sorry, Did you ever run into Charlene Dunlap's site? Pause. Canine Horizons. Ready? Left hip. Left hip. X. Good girl. You might like it. Ready? Left hip. Target left hip. XXX, okay. left hip. XXX, good girl. Now, guys, see how light that is? He's just using the target to oh, reassure um, Veronica right where it is. Right hip, target right hip. XXX, right hip, keep going. XXX, XXX, You can see she's really thinking about that. She's looking down and a little bit to the right. That's very typical. She's got her tail tucked a little bit. And sometimes people make assumptions that the animal's unhappy about things, and that is not it at all. That's an animal thinking. That's just so nice to see. And that was years ago. And so now here we are with Ashley. Do you want to set this up? Well, we had Veronica until she was 15 years old. And after she passed, we got a rescue dog um, who came from Mississippi. And I think at this point in this video, Ashley has been with us for two years and it's taken her just that amount of time to really start getting comfortable with us and to start kind of showing her true self. Yeah. Yeah. It can really take a while. And especially if she came to you when she was starting into puberty, which is when a lot of these dogs get put up for adoption, people run in. Let's face it. All these people think that they're going to get a perpetual toddler that's going to bestow unconditional love, but you don't. You're gonna get a complex adult who lives for their own reasons and you have to somehow come to a truce and then from there to a partnership. So yeah, that's a tough thing to do. Well, shall I play this? Yeah, so this video is showing Ashley greeting her Grammy. Grammy has an in-law apartment and Ashley spends her days when we're working at Grammy daycare and she just absolutely loves her Grammy. Oh, that's great. Okay, here we go. I had to take her over while you were at church and show her that you weren't home. She was very upset. You guys need to check that out. Having Ashley having to go to look for Grammy because she thought she was home. <laughs> so this is just a good dose of feel good from seeing somebody else be so happy. 
at Grammy's home. Julie would call that the turkey gobble. Mm -hmm. Oh, sweet potato, for goodness sake. It's good for her. Grammy says it keeps her regular. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, dear. That's good. Okay, folks, so if you are on the non-visual one, um, Ashley just got fed sweet potato by her Grammy who just came home from church and is all bedecked with, you know, formal shoes and all this other stuff. And there's classical music playing in the background and she's getting fed a sweet potato by hand. So remember, we have these podcasts on YouTube also. Check in a day or so, and you'll see it there if you like. It's worth the trip to get to see it. All of these videos, right? Because we're showing four different videos. Okay, so now we have a chance to see Ashley starting her training journey. Do you want to catch us up on this? Um. I started, I was excited when I had first gotten Ashley a little over two years ago because I had worked so hard with Veronica and I thought I was going to jump right into it with Ashley and that we would just kind of start and take off. And it didn't work that way. Um, Ashley had a very hard time concentrating and focusing. She was very unsure of herself. She had a very hard time just kind of being present. Mm -hmm. I tried to take some classes to introduce her to different things. And we we bombed out of obedience class. She was reactive to other dogs and they put us in the corner. So we yeah. couldn't do much there. I tried agility because she liked, you know, jumping up the trees in the backyard, chasing the squirrels. And I thought, oh, okay, you know, I did agility with Veronica. She'll love this. And I took her to class, and when it was her turn, she literally stood in the middle of the training facility like she was in shock with her eyes glazed over and did nothing. Like she was stock still, would not run, would not jump, you know, Ashley. Yeah, Ashley overwhelmed, huh? Totally overwhelmed. You know, and then so we tried a little barn home, we tried a little scent work. She just wasn't really 100% into anything. And I actually started to think, I'm like, okay, well, you know what? So Veronica was really brilliant. I'm not that not as great of a trainer as I thought I was. And so <laughs> let's her part and mine as well. We're just gonna kind of forget this training thing. And over time, I started seeing, I mean, I, it became apparent over time without my doing formal training. I mean, obviously I still trained her in a way I've always talked to my animals. I've always expect they're going to understand yeah. basic things on some level. Which and, is huge. That's so important. And she got a little more comfortable and I started to see him like this dog is like really smart. So something else was going on. And that's when I realized that she was really still decompressing she was still really traumatized um and to, to some extent still is but she's starting to come around and i had started to do a little bit with her and then ran into you again and i said well okay the universe is trying to tell me something i just started thinking i should be working with her a little more intentionally again and boom casey's here which i didn't expect that so maybe the stars have aligned yeah yeah well, good, because then you turned right around and did what you always should do is a before video. So this isn't a before video from the very beginning, but you may have those as well. But here we're about to start training. And I say we, I, by that I mean Jonna, 
Now, folks, we're going to be running close to time, so I'm not going to show this whole video, especially because we want to talk about it. So it's about eight minutes long. Go there, watch this, follow this, because John is going to uh, take a Ashley forward, and this is going to be interesting. But here we go. Anna, and this is Ashley. Say hi, Ashley. Yeah, okay. I do that and too, teach him about the camera. Us because we haven't done any training in the two and a half years that Ashley has done with us. And actually, I shouldn't say that we haven't done any training. We've done some training, but it didn't actually work out the way we thought it was going to. So we kind of got discouraged and we stopped. So last night, I got a call from... Oh my God. Are you right? <laughs> okay. Last night, I got a call from Casey Culver, a world-renowned oh, animal trainer. Um, not on my bingo card of things that would have happened this year that a world-renowned famous animal trainer would call me, little regular old dog mom, and have a conversation with me, but it happened. So that made me realize that I had been slacking on Ashley's training and that we should really put some effort in again. So, sit. So Ashley has been with us two and a half years. This is her story. She was two years old when we got her. She had been, since a puppy, in down, in a loving home, but her person had a very serious mental illness and had gone off her medication, um, and it really affected her functioning. And we don't think that Ashley was ever abused at all. Um, chin, good girl. Um, but she was definitely the victim of benign neglect. She spent a lot of time on her own, running around in the woods. And that's when you met that hound boy, right? Who was probably one of the hunting dogs and got a little too friendly with him and had seven puppies. Oh my God. These are oh, the not what you for you. These are liver treats. Um, had seven puppies, which is when the rescue got involved. Okay. Seriously? We're going to have to look at a different treat. These are supposed to be good. They're made in America, all natural dog treat treats and shoes, trail mix, beef, liver, spleen, and lung from Sancho and Lola's closet, but they're not meant to choke you. Um, okay, sit. Sit. And left paw. Left paw. Thank you, that's a lovely. May I have the right paw? Thank you. Um, so anyways, when we got Ashley two and a half years ago, I started to try to do a bunch of training with her because I had trained my previous dog, Veronica Lynn, just from looking at YouTube and reading stuff about dog training, nothing spectacular, um, totally just trying to figure it out as I went along. And I started with Ashley, and we started in obedience class, but she was reactive with the other dogs, so we got put in the corner and we really didn't get to participate in the class. And then later we tried an agility class. May I have a kiss? Um, we tried an agility class, and Ashley just stood there when it was her turn in the middle of the training area, like she was in sh shock and literally did nothing. Um, I'm sorry, I had to tell them that story. Come here, come here, come here, come here. Sit. Um, what else did we work on? Um, okay, so. Folks, go there, watch this, because I think, I think you might be seeing a very different Ashley pretty soon. And here's here's what's striking me so you're saying you didn't train ashley yet and she had these complications but she's doing her right paw her left paw giving you a kiss coming up to you etc etc but you did not train her right away and your instincts were correct all right so let us go back to one minute and about 20 seconds. Oh, perfect. You see Ashley's eyes. 
Yeah. So it's not just her eye. She has this wary look. Now, this is a dog that's been at your house for enough time that she should be feeling very confident and comfortable with you. And especially because you're, uh, the way you talk to her, you relieve the uncertainties. You're very positive with her. If she makes a mistake or if something goes a little bit wrong, you don't focus on her and you should have done this differently. You kind of just redirect the attention. That is something that I would be teaching or expecting professionals to do. Okay. So if you watch my video of Rocky with um, putting my hand in his bowl, I put my hand in his bowl and he's like, yeah. And he tries to dive past it. I go, you can't do that. You've got to wait. You've got to, okay, try it again. But I don't go, no. And set up a conflict. I just deflect. It's like, okay, all right, Ace. I see you're looking forward to this. Let's try it again. And what Rocky does is he sits down and lies down in front of the food bowl so he can't make a mistake. That shows that he's planning to be successful, but he's not quite sure he's got it together enough. Now we see Ashley doing this here also. Do you remember in the video where she starts to turn her back? Mm -hmm. And when she moves away and you kind of gently encourage her to come forward, but she's got the hallmarks of a dog that has a tough time with expectations. That sounds right. She may end up being a fantastic trained dog, but she may do better watching somebody else get trained so that she can learn by watching because she may really not want to be caught in a mistake. Mm -hmm. So this tension that we see, it's her putting her head down a little bit the whites around the eyes, and that slightly sidelong glance. Those are all things you're very confident with her. You're very disarming with her. But those are things that are like, she is not quite where she needs to be before we start upping the complexity. So now let's watch it again a little bit further and see if Person we see any of it. had a very serious mental illness and had gone off the She likes that part. She likes the treats. Um, and it really affected her functioning. And we don't think that Ashley was ever abused at all. Um, Jen, good girl. Um, but she was she definitely relaxed there for a minute. Neglect. Really she relaxed. a lot of time. And she's very um, alert. Running around in the woods. In a good and way. that's when you met that hound boy, right? Who was probably one of the hunting dogs. And got a little too friendly with him. And had seven puppies. <laughs> that's a oh matter of... Oh my God. Them. These are not the chews for you. These are liver treats. Um, okay. Had seven puppies, which is when the rescue got... Okay, so that's another sign. Now... This could sound really crazy to people, but if you point a camera or a telescope or a gun at an animal, you are going to see a little bit of anxiety in most cases. If you go out in your backyard and pick up your birding binoculars and put them up, I guarantee you, if the birds are not used to you doing that, they will leave your yard. These animals are very aware of focused attention. And we are too. Your mama tells you, don't stare. It's not polite to point or stare. So if you've ever been in a situation where you felt all the focus was on you, one of the first things that can happen is your mouth will get dry. So here's Ashley with these delicious, healthy treats and she's coughing. She may not be producing enough saliva. And so you could you know, try switching treats. 
And I don't know if she's like my dogs, but I'm always pushing vegetables to my dogs and carrot coins or carrot sticks, uh, cabbage. My dogs love cabbage. You know, like the parts of the cabbage that we can't eat, the stalk, and then I'll cut that into pieces. They're like apples. Some of them love bananas. Some of them don't, but bananas are harder to work with anyway. But anyway, they're more moist. They're also healthy and they aren't sticky and you know, they're not likely to spoil in the time that you have for training. So just another option. But you look at her looking, there's no demand on her at this moment. But can you see the tension in her head? Yeah. So can you see it? I can, yeah. Yeah. And this is not what Veronica was like. Veronica was very focused. She was very thoughtful. She was looking and thinking and carefully doing. And sometimes people think, oh, that dog doesn't like being trained. No, that dog is loving the mental challenge. But there, the video that we saw with um, Veronica learning her body parts, she's learning it. She's thinking. And you think about when you have to learn something, you're thinking, you're not like running through it. So just let them learn and then they're going to get really eager about things and um, they're going to love it. All right. So we're almost at the very end and I'm so eager to watch you continue. And the one thing I wanted to remind you of is, you, well, there's two things, using the intermediate bridge and also you and I can talk maybe do another podcast on it about a perception modification that might really help her before the intermediate bridge. You did it beautifully and you don't have to do X. You can go good, 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 good. Or X. Guys, it's not a rote thing. It's not you do 10 intermediate bridges with a terminal bridge. X. It is a conversation. So when you are doing the bridge, you can use any sound you want. And um, I'll tell you just a little bit of something strange about the bridge. You know that speed, good, 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 good. One of our trainers measured it and it is 7.82 to 7.83 beats a second. Do you recognize that number? Schumann's resonance. So that's sometimes called the Earth's um, heartbeat. Ah. The oscillations, the oscillation rate of the Earth's magnetic core, or the main one. There are more than one and so on and so forth. But the oscillations of the magnetic core will pull lightning around the Earth. 7.82 to 7.83 times per second. And everybody evolved with this rhythm. And we are finding that it is intrinsically reinforcing for the dogs, even if we haven't specifically taught them about it. So you don't have to get up to that speed, but you know how I was saying that we don't do rote repetition, but we hone things by careful observation. So when I started out with the pigs to teach them to stand for the blood collection, we didn't want them to move. And so we gave them a signal to encourage them to stay good. Or no, it was X, because we didn't want it to be conversational. X, 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 X. But upon watching the animals, we found it was more effective to go X, 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 X. And then we find out this strange correlation, which who knows? 
So um, the fact that you're doing so well with Ashley and Ashley, she has a troubled past. You know, she lost the man in her life. She lost all of her children at once. And you know what else? She's blue. And there is something, you know how they say redheads are hotheads? Mm-hmm. And we know there's less myelin sheathing. That's a genetic uh, trait that's correlated with redheads. I don't know what the mechanism is with gray and blue dogs, but they are similarly tending to be hyper aesthetic. Hmm. So they're more sensitive. Interesting. Yeah. So they can be sensitive to touch. So my mare, Sarah, is the best. She's 32 and a half now. And recently, one of my friends became a horse osteopath. So she comes over to do, they call it massage, but in reality, it's energy work. And she would put her hand up to direct energy at Sarah. And Sarah, like, get out of here. She'd spin away. And my friend is very fit. And she goes, Sarah, it's okay. And she's got her hand way out here to get it as far away from Sarah as possible. And I said, wait, 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 let's try this. And I said, put your fingers in front of Sarah's nose. I go, Sarah, fingers without energy. And then I said, okay, do it again. And this time said, Sarah, fingers with energy. Sarah throws her head away. And then I say, try it again, try it again. Fingers with energy. And then I do my fingers, fingers without energy, fingers with energy. And Sarah's like this, but she's getting used to it. She didn't know what we were doing. Mm -hmm. And she's like, those things are loaded. Do you, you know, do you not know you're yelling at me? Because my friend said that Sarah was the most sensitive horse she had ever worked with. But by going through and explain that to her, she could cope, but it was, she had to cope. It, it wasn't just naturally easy for her. So this may be the situation with Ashley also. Okay. So I want to encourage you with the intermediate bridge. Like every time you ask her, when, when you first got the manual, we were telling people, Start your cue, like tell her to target or whatever it is you want her to do, and then wait till she starts to do it and then start the intermediate bridge. Good, 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 good. Now we tell them, having worked with a brilliant woman that was blind, and she's like, Casey, I can't see when my dog starts to do this thing. So she would cue her guide dog, and the dog would be, uh, uh, and we go, just start the intermediate bridge. And she did. And the dog's like, oh, fine. Thanks. Thanks. That works. And so we changed what we were doing. And we said, give the cue and just start the intermediate bridge. Now, you don't have to have it in there forever. Because what's going to happen is just like when somebody teaches you to ride a bike or tie your shoes at first, you need a lot of support. It's very frustrating. You're like, come here, help me, help me. Help me not to fall and skin my knees. But then you get to this point where you can do it. And you're like, don't help me. Let me do this. And that's exactly what happens with the animals. And usually you'll see it because the animal will go faster and faster. And you won't have time to bridge. At least not to intermediate bridge. But. If you ever see the animal with uncertainty or getting overwhelmed or hesitating, you can just snap that intermediate bridge right in there and take them over that particular hurdle. So, Jonna, it is so exciting to get to go with you on this journey this time. So, I'm looking forward to this. And maybe next time, 
we could talk about perception modification because I think that could make a huge healing difference for Ashley. I think that would be very helpful for her. Um, just even talking to you now and thinking back over how far she's come and how she was when she first came to us. She's had a lot of trauma and she, I think, still is on some level still healing from that. And it's so interesting because um, you actually know more about that than most people and most owners. And so you're used to recognizing and helping others to cope with that kind of thing. So you're probably going to be an excellent observer to see, you know, how, what helps her, what doesn't. Maybe we'll develop some technique as we go. I'm excited. I am too. Thank you so much for spending time with me this evening. I'm looking forward to next time. And please give my regards to Ashley. I absolutely will. And as always, thank you for your kindness, your help and support, Casey. Oh, it's such a privilege. Hey, everybody, thank you also for spending time with us. And we'll see you next time. Take care. Hi, thanks for being here. I really appreciate you coming here and listening. And please become part of the conversation. I love to hear your comments. And I'd love for you to tell me how this affects you, if it makes you angry, if it makes you interested, whatever. And as always, I appreciate it so much when you help us get the word out. I hope you'll come back and I'll see you next time.